0: Peace and blessings, good people. Welcome to another edition of Insightful Discussions. I'm your host, Dwayne Bryant, bringing you another insightful topic. I apologize for my voice today, people. I am under the weather, but the show must go on. Um, they definitely have a good topic for you all today. I feel like it's important for me to address this topic, being that um, it's one that I think affects not only myself, but those who look like me those who uh walk in certain spaces like me and those who really are pushing for change like me in today's climate, today's society. And the topic that I want to discuss is one that that's been floating around social media for the last couple of weeks, but I want to speak about it in a different perspective. Um I'm sure all of you know who Perman Patty, Barbecue Becky, Corner Store Caroline. These are some of the hashtags and names that have been used on social media to kind of describe the situations that have transpired against black people, uh, just living their day-to-day lives, going about their business, uh, permit Patty. I think that was just a situation where she called the police on a young, was a young girl. Uh, excuse me if I don't get the details of each case right. It's just been so many. But it was a permit about a young girl selling lemonade or water or something of that nature. And uh, Barbecue Becky, it was about like uh, calling the police on a, a group of black people having a cookout in a park. And it's so forth and so on. But I think the point is that people have grown comfortable calling the police on black people for doing non-violent things. Uh, people have grown comfortable calling the police for on black people for just living their day-to-day lives, uh, things that aren't criminal, things that aren't placing people in no type of danger whatsoever. Now, specifically, we can point out a group. These are middle-aged white women. Now, I guarantee you it's it's plenty of other cases that haven't been documented in the media and that haven't gained a high level of media coverage. But I will say that specifically we can identify a target. Now. The different perspective that I want to discuss this uh, topic from is it's simply how over the last few years you've seen in the media, we've had a topic, we've discussed police brutality we've discussed how the police have unjustly killed and shot and endangered many people from the black and brown community. And it's been displayed on social media and major news media outlets. We have um, Alton Sterling. We have Philando Castell, We have Tamir Rice. We have so many men and women uh, who have been slain by police and have been victims of police brutality. Now, uh, God, I, I'm the ladies. Now I'm looking right at the woman, uh, the woman that uh, that is from Texas. I'm looking right at her. God, I can't, I can't call her name. And it's so bad because I definitely want to highlight her. Uh, we don't want to forget these victims of injustice. Uh, my God, I'm gonna think of it. I'm gonna think of. It. I don't know why I'm thinking of Shonda Rhimes right now, but and, anyway, anyway, but. I say that to say that it's been so many that have been placed on mainstream media uh, who have been victims, who we can clearly see that the police, they have died at the hands of police. Now, I don't think a lot of people are really thinking about it from this perspective. Like If you had, over the last couple of years, since 2014, 2015, high-profile media cases uh, where people have been slain, now you see an increased number of people calling the police for regular things. I think recently we had someone call the police on a guy at his son's soccer game because he was into the game, being a, a, a parent, encouraging his son or critiquing his son, being a part of the uh, the sports process. Anybody who plays sports, regardless of what sport it is, maybe not golf, but generally sports, you have people who are engaged in, the, in that, spectators who are engaged in that sport. She confronted the man and started and to provoke the man and then called the police on the man. Like that, the, come on, like, come on, like, what? Well, where's the line that we draw when it comes to these these type of situations? Where, where's the line? Like, I I, I don't, for me, I, it's hard for me to understand how, you know, the police can condone this behavior or that we can continue to allow certain groups to marginalize or even uh, the attempt to oppress us. You know, and let me slow down. Let me go back. Let me go back to the root. The basically the main idea is what I'm trying to say is that people have seen uh, black people, people of color, die at the hands of police over the last couple of years. And whether we whether the cases were debatable, whether the cases were clear cut, we have seen that the police will neutralize black people, regardless. It doesn't matter. They don't have to be in the wrong. Many have died, and I believe that it, 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 it strikes a message among certain groups of people who may not see you as favorably. They may not see you as equals. They may not be ready to accept this new narrative within the world that we are all equal. Like we we no longer can discriminate by race, sex. Uh, how you identify your your orientation or whatever that like you it's the the whole discrimination and 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 oppression thing like that's just we don't it's time out for that this is a new world like we we realizing that we really do need each other but it's certain groups who are trying it's new ways of oppression new ways of oppression that I don't think we fully been able to address or even process because I think just being just living black we we have this sense of a fear that we walk around with every day, but we still have to match that with a sense of confidence in order to walk out and do our jobs, to walk out and be the support system for our family, whether it is is a man or a woman. We both have unique roles within our community that it it these type of situations it kind of impairs us, it, and and people wonder why like this constant uh talk of mental health in the black community is so real because we see these issues that really primarily only affect our community they primarily only affect affect our community and we have people who are trying to dance around the issues and dance around the topics when it's clear as day you can and and people always want to bring up black on black violence when that doesn't exist that doesn't exist you violence happens in the same proximity of where you the type of people you live around if you live in a predominantly white community, it's going to be white on white crime. Hispanic community, Hispanic on Hispanic crime. It, the whole labeling crime doesn't make sense. It is crime. It is violence. So using that argument to kind of justify the increased police presence or police activity or even calling the police on the most minute things, for me, that that's, 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 that's that's minimal, man. Like that 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 shouldn't even be in a conversation because I feel like that that's an escape goat, or that is a a a frail reason to use excessive force or to use the public dollars because you feel insecure about self. And and that is the, the truth that a lot of people are dancing around. Yeah. Oh, my God. It just came back to me. My sister, Sandra Bland. I just want to make sure I say her name up here because a lot of times we we forget her in this, this this conversation because of the so many black men who have been slain by police. And I wanted to make sure I remember her name because we, we put we, I see a lot of the, those posts on social media uh, let's not forget, and we always want to include her in the conversation because she represents a population that is probably underreported and that is specifically being targeted in a in a multitude of ways in in society right now. And I'm glad I just remember that, and I don't want to like skip over her name because it is important that I know her. And also, I definitely want to uh, while it's on my mind want to know Freddie Gray. I, I want to know. Uh, <laughs> Laquan McDonald. Like you look at these acts of police violence, and I'm gonna backtrack for a minute. If you look look at these acts of police injustice or these police violence, and most of them have no conviction. Like the Sandra Bland, Freddie Gray, Philando Castell, like these people weren't convicted. Now, here recently, the officer was convicted of second degree uh, manslaughter, Laquan McDonald. And people would say that's a uh, that's a relief, that's a I don't know, that that's a win for us, but we still lost somebody from our community. We lost a a soul from this world that could have contributed something to our lives. A lot of times these people are dying before they get to really fully develop and grow. And hope for me personally, I really believe that in summation, like I wanna really tie it all together because Having this type of conversation, it can be very emotional. It can really drive you to feel things that you don't even know that's inside you, because it's it, like I said before, it's a constant fear that black people are living in, and regardless of we admit to it or not, like it's a constant fear of, of I could be next, and in me, like even even I look at my thing about myself, I think about people who are who are in my position, who are going out to these different places, who are working in these. I don't want to say foreign environments, but when you're working in places that it's only you, you're the only person that looks like you that's sitting at the table. Like you, you, you're constantly you walking into these spaces and you're constantly wondering, well, that could be me. I could be the the next news headline. It only takes a, a one bad situation to for things to go completely left. And I think a lot of Black people we walk around with this this constant fear, and we can't even talk about it. Like we can't discuss it. Because even discussing it sometimes, like it brings up so many negative emotion, and we're emotionally charged to it, where it prevents us from really thinking clear. And this whole discussion about mental health that's going on in the Black community right now is so, 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 so. It's so needed. It's so needed right now because these type of situations I feel like are driving a lot of the things that we have to deal with when we walk out into the world each and every day. We have to worry about. Uh, properly defending ourselves. Like, what what are the lines that we have to draw in order to be assertive in the community, not be ran over, not be taken advantage of while having to worry about someone using the police to intimidate, to put our lives in danger. And we're putting a lot of responsibility on the police too. There's some good police, police out here. But a lot of times you put these people in certain situations where... Certain people are calling and they're lying or exaggerating the story. And then the police gets there and then you don't really know who to believe. That's a hard job to do. It's a very hard job to do. So all of these cases, man if y'all really pay attention, all these these media cases, all the people that have been died, shot and killed by these cops and there's been no conviction it's, it's I, I can guarantee you people are really sitting down and looking at these cases they're looking at these series of events and they're noticing a pattern just like I noticed a pattern notice the pattern. People are being killed by police, specifically at a higher rate than others black people black and brown people are being killed by police so if i don't like something if i'm moving into an area where it's all black people the smallest thing oh i'm gonna call the cops because they definitely can um can neutralize the situation for me they definitely can get these people out of here and don't get me wrong in some cases the police needs to be called we pay tax dollars for them to serve and protect use them use their services But by no means should we abuse that. Should we abuse the the privilege of of having someone who is legally, legally able to take a life. That shouldn't be abused and that shouldn't be taken advantage of by any means. And if we have a truly honest conversation with ourselves, we know what's going on. We see as clear as day. The media may try to drive certain narratives, but if you can read between the lines, you see what's going on clear as day. That's why as a community, we need to have a conversation with ourselves and in many groups, <laughs> in many in different states, wherever we at, all of our social circles and circle, social networks. We need to really be having a conversation about empowering each other, protecting each other, and moving forward, pushing the culture culture forward, pushing our communities forward, Financial freedom, financial stability, financial literacy—we need to be pushing these certain things within our community because that's how you affect change. You know, these these podcasts that these, this work that I'm doing, <laughs> the day-to-day stuff like that—it's yeah, great. It's great. I hope that I spark the mind of somebody that can one day be in a position where they have the ability to make change and they can push that button. So this is this is a part of the process. But the holistic like the holistic plan or or just how we should move forward in the future, we have to have certain things in place. we have to have our finances in place, and we have to agree on a particular direction of how we want things to go like the battle of the sexist thing in our community we got to let that go. we got to let that go. I see a lot of that going on right now and that's that's holding us back that's holding us back fellas women are amazing. Black women are amazing. They can do anything that we can do. Black women. Black men are amazing. There are good black men out here. Black men come from you. It's a reflection of self. You got to think about it. Black men come from black women. You, you, we can't be great without you. You can't be great without us. Because at the end of the day, it's a big target on both of our backs. If the powers that be don't want us <laughs> in these positions, in these spaces, you will be removed. And if we don't stick together and if we don't push this culture forward together, it's going to be a lot more of us dying. It's going to be a lot more of a call to the, to the police to get us get shot and killed for nothing. This had a little boy. This white woman called a little called the police on the little boy. Cause his book bag may, may have grazed her. She said the boy sexually assaulted her. And if, if it wasn't for a video camera, if it wasn't for a video camera, we may have not even known the truth. We may not. It's crazy, man. Like it's this this whole Emmett Till thing is is real. The Emmett Till thing is real man I encourage y'all to really look deeper into that uh, But that's my time man It's my time Like I said earlier This is an emotional conversation And sometimes it's hard to reel it in But I have to go to work So I gotta reel this in And I gotta make sure that I actually Articulated my points correctly today man And I and I felt like Y'all needed to hear this My listeners needed to hear this Because it's, it's, it's two conversations we need to have man We need to really be able to protect ourselves in the community. And we also need to be able to appropriately use the public services that we have. If you don't don't have different friends, go talk to somebody different. Go talk to somebody who don't look like you, who may not have the same background as you. When you start talking to these people, you're going to realize that we are more alike than different. And the more you realize that we are more alike than different, we can accept each other for who we are, regardless of race, sexuality, any of that. We can accept each other for who we are. But by no means should we continue this this this, this 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 culture of hate, discrimination, oppression. It's time to break free of all those chains and those barriers. So I encourage you all to take what I've said today and apply it to life in some form or fashion. But like I said, that's my time. Until next time, peace and blessings. Oh no, I locked my keys in my car. What am I going to do now? No worries. 4 Got Keys, cheapest in the city. Home of the $25 Fayetteville area lockout service. Don't stress, call 4 Got Keys, now 910-391-9726. 4 Got Keys, the $25 auto lockout service in Fayetteville. Hey, do you like original online content? Well, Pod TV is the place for you. Here's a place where you can watch original content from original people. Man, they got some cool shows. They got some cool shows. Some of the names are, where do we go from here? Six Degrees of Black Mental Health and Protest and Prevail. Now, if you're interested in any of these shows, please, please, please go to podtvnetwork.com. It's the place to find original content from original people. Type it in your browser now.